We're back. Hello and welcome to the Who's podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. Yes, and on this month's show, uh, we're going to be talking about the rise of the new humans from a big finish. And it's uh, another in their third Doctor uh, range starring Tim Trelaw and Katie Manning. So we'll um, we'll come on to that later. But um, yes, it's good to be back. Um, sorry we, w- we weren't with you uh, last month, but uh, unfortunately... Um, Sort of real life really did get in the way this time, um, so it was uh, yeah. So we weren't able to, to record anything, but I say we're back now, and um, I say this is also our, our last podcast of twenty twenty as well. So it's um, unfortunately we haven't been able to do a, a Christmas themed podcast this year, have we? No, because we're not allowed in each other's houses. No, precisely. Uh, uh, and then what, there was the we... COVID problems as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the restraining order I took out on Paul. <laughs> Let's put the kibosh and getting together this year. So, yeah, um, yeah we usually like to try and do something, um, sort of, you know, get get Tony involved again because you remember Tony? It was uh, <laughs> I can't remember the last vaguely. time he was on the podcast. With us. Yeah, vague, I vaguely remember Tony. Um, yeah, so obviously we'd like to get him back on the podcast again, um, but we're not entirely sure how we're going to achieve that under this current climate um, because um, even to do it remotely. Um, if you can re- re- recall, when he when he did join us for for, for, for commentaries, um, he was always armed with um, bits of paper and pens rather than anything yeah. remotely electronic. So, so so if we um, do anything remotely, it's done by letter. Yes, or carrier pigeon or all this lamp. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so unfortunately we we aren't going to have a, 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 a sort of a Christmas themed uh, podcast this year. So it's just uh, the normal stuff, I'm afraid. There we are, there we are. But um, but hey, let's. What's been going on since we've uh, since we've been off air? So let's have a quick look at the news then. So we're going to start off with the sad news you've probably all seen by now um, that the actor Jeffrey Palmer uh, died at the age of ninety three. Now um, Jeffrey Palmer um, has appeared or did appear rather I should say in Doctor Who on three occasions. Actually, um, the most recent one being uh, the ship's captain in Voyage of the Damned um, with um, the one with Carly Minogue in, if you remember that far back. But his first appearance was in Doctor Who and the Silurians, uh, where he played the permanent undersecretary to the Minister of Science. Um, I'd, do you think that's an actually a real title? Uh, I'd like it to be, actually. Well, as, as opposed to the second cousin of the Ministry of Science. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then next, next he appeared in the mutants as the administrator. Um, for some reason, I thought it was Colony in Space, not the mutants. I don't know why I got that um, got that mixed up. But um, but obviously, I think to a lot of I was going to say, did, did he appear oh. in did he appear in the jail scene? If it's Colony in Space, <laughs> or whatever, whatever. Well, anyway, um, I think a lot of people will know him from really from things like um, Butterflies um, with uh, Wendy Craig and Nicholas Lyndhurst. Um, that was he was in that for um, that went for a good many years. Butterflies actually didn't it? I think it went, went on for longer yeah. than I originally remembered. Uh, of course, with Judy, oh Dame Judy Dench, I have to say it as uh, in time goes by. Um, and the one I did for, forget actually was the Fallen Rise of Reginald Perrin. Yes, I forgot about that. It was the uh, what was it? Was there's been a bit of a cock up on the catering front? Was his famous <laughs> famous phrase in yes. that one? Um, but yeah. Um, and I think also the the other thing that I still remember him from uh, is the Doctor in Forty Towers, in the Kipper and the Corpse. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I think he he's deadpan. Well, 
face and delivery, um, I don't think it ever never been surpassed. I think in that, I think it's just one of the well, Forty says one of the best situation comedies of all time, anyway. Um, and he just seemed to fit it like a glove with all that yeah. all that sort of mania around Basil Fawlty, and you and you got That's him. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. that is probably one of the most manic ones as well for everyone yeah. else running around. And yeah, he just sort of walks through it, and still and he just wants, manages. And to... he just wants these. He just wants these sausages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear, but no. If if um, if Tony was here, um, he'd probably chip in with this one because he was also. I forgot as well. He's also in Hot Metal. Yeah. No, I was thinking. I was thinking that actually. Yeah, I've forgotten about that. But uh... was it the? I can't remember if it was the first or the second series. Hmm. It might have been think, the first series because it, it was a bit the of a, first series, yeah. which was a bit more serious, yeah, which was trying to be a bit more satirical. Whereas it sort of became fast the second series, didn't it? Oh yeah, was it Wobble Vision? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. Um, yeah, so very sad, but that, yeah, he died at the age of ninety-three. Um, he lived a, a long life, and he, he left a, a sort of a, a, a vast um, sort of portfolio um, behind him as well. So. Um, we, we, we doff our caps to you, Mr. Palmer. Yes. But uh, anyway, but on to um, sort of happier news. Now, obviously, the biggest news that broke whilst we've been away is we now know that Doctor Who will be back on New Year's Day. Um, we've had a little trailer released as well in the last few days. And just before that, we had a little teaser trailer to announce that Captain Jack Harkness was, was, was back in it um, as well, which we, I think everyone kind of guessed anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was any any shock that he was going to be back. Um, no, but um, but looking at the TV listings, um, it, it appears that uh, Revolution of the Daleks will be on BBC One at uh, quarter to seven on New Year's Day, and it appears to be going for hour and fifteen minutes. This particular episode. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah, I also noticed that there was nothing on BBC One on Christmas Day that was worth watching. No. <laughs> sort of think why did why did they hold this back? Get, yeah. 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 Um, it's been the one thing they it's the one Christmas special they've had ready to go since day one. Yeah. And this is what you get. And they've still yeah. and they've still pushed it off to New Year's Day. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense, does it, really? No. It really doesn't. But uh, I'm I'm excited for it, actually. Um because I think a lot of people that there were a, a lot a lot of rumours um, going around about this particular story, and we still don't know really what you know what, how, how it comes about. But one of the rumours was that um, Chris Noth's character Jack Robertson was back um, in it, and the trailer proved that rumour to be true. He was back in it. Yes. Um, so I think people saw him filming in Cardiff around about the time. I'm quite surprised that there's only been a couple of um, pictures leaked. Online, uh, whilst this was being filmed, and one that the Sun Pitch being lit were the new style Daleks. But I say new style Daleks, but they're not really new, are they? Because we saw them in the last New Year's Day special, uh, um, uh, Resolution, yeah. So, um, which I thought it was just sort of like a, a scrappy challenge type Dalek, but no, it does appear to be an actual Dalek, um, designed this time round. But we don't know if they are Scaro Daleks or something put together. By Jack Robertson, yeah, he's got to be behind it. So that that Trump esque um, 
um, figure. So, um, yeah, there we go. And, have, and so, um, there obviously, when, there has been. I said there's been, that pi- oh, a picture outside number 10. That they yes. Fit. And I just wanted to set that bit that's be captioned sucker, gun, and eye stalk. <laughs> it's in like hands, face, and space. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, another slogan from our wonderful government for for COVID. Oh dear, oh dear. But uh, now I'm 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 looking forward to it. Um, I know, you know, people complain when the Daleks aren't in Doctor. When the Daleks are in Doctor, they also complain about it. Um, I I love the Daleks. I know they haven't been um, used that well in in recent times, but I mean, hopefully, um, this would be a, a you know this would be a decent story. If it's decent, yeah. The the, prob- the problem with Daleks is they tend to get thrown in to prop up a, a less than great story. Yeah. Let's hope that's not the case. Exactly. Exactly. So we shall we shall see. We haven't got too long to wait now, so um, no. we, we we shall soon find out what's what's uh, what's going on there. But uh, no, very much looking forward to it. And of course, the other thing uh, we, we must mention as well, it's officially confirmed now that the next series is also. Now, um, being filmed. Um, and, of course, I think the other thing that got people a bit um, hot under the collar um, was the fact this Series 13 will be eight episodes in length, um, which makes sense, really. It's all to do with COVID, socially distancing. It's it's um, it's a big challenge to, to yep. mount a production I mean, like Doctor Who in, in this po- sort of situation, isn't it? The point is, if you want to wait for 12 episodes, then you're going to end, end up ending another year to wait till anything comes out. Yeah. If this means we actually get something before I don't know, in a, in a realistic time scale, I don't really wanna say, you know, no, before no, I'm exactly. sixty perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well we haven't got long to go. Um and I think the other one the other things that sort of came out during the week as well, I think Jody Whittaker had an interview and she 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 plans on um being the doctor uh for some time to come. So, um, yeah. So it, it, so it doesn't look like if I think people are saying, oh, because you know it, it's only eight, eight episodes long, that it's it's, it's going to get cancelled, you know, because they reduce the amount of episodes. Well, no, no, it's just you know, it's think, think lost, beyond they've that. Lo- they've lost yeah. the time to 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 record four episodes during the COVID lockdown. Yeah, of course, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So, you know, let's just hope they pick the eight best scripts they had. Well, here's hoping. Here's hoping. I um, have seen some leaked photos. What they're recording right now. I'm not going to say what they are. Um, I haven't. Sh- I haven't shared it with anybody um, online. So um, yeah, I I, I I I do know what's coming. Put it that way. So right. which has got got me kind of excited. But there we go. There we go. So now uh, moving on, we have some Blu-ray news and some very exciting Blu-ray news actually. Um, also, whilst we've been away, it's been announced that there's going to be another um, Blu-ray season collection. This is um, season eight, John Pertwee's second season, um, which is comprised of Terror of the Autons, The Mind of Evil, The Claws of Axos, Colony in Space, as we just previously discussed, and The Demons as well. Yes. Um, I am very much looking forward to this one. because This is a good, so I, th- I think, a solid um, season. Of Pertwee, actually. Yeah. I mean, actually, how good seven and eight were. Oh, really, God, yeah. As, as a group of stories. Yeah. Probably the most consistent period. 
I don't know. I think I I think so. I think so actually. Um, it's kind of I I always feel sort of like this this second series of when they sort of really sort of bringing in you know they they rejig unit a little bit more compared to season seven, and I think yeah. this is where it start really does start to take off when Katie Manning comes on board and and Richard Franklin and and you know and that, and that sort of that key sort of crew there. Um, it really does. It really does gel. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think it's a. Ama- I think it's an amazing season. I really do. I think it's really good. But uh, yeah, so it's available to pre-order. Um, it's apparently it will be um, according to this, it will be available on the twenty third of February next year. So again, not too long to wait on that one. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. As usual, you've got the. Um, the usual um, extra that we come to expect now. So you've got behind the sofa on there. So we, this features, <coughs> excuse me, uh, features Katie Manning, Stuart Bevan, Janet Fielding, Sarah Sutton, Sasha Dewan, and um, Anjali Mohindra as well. So um, that'd be interesting. So we've also got uh, in conversation with Matthew Sweet, chats to Katie Manning. Um, then we've got a Devil's Weekend. So it's Katie and John Levine take a personal trip back to the picturesque village of Aldbourne. Um, 50 years after recorded The Demons. Um, then you've got uh, you've got directors Michael Bryant, Graham Harper and Tim Coombe take an epic road trip to all the filming locations from season eight. Uh, it's called The Direct Route. Then we've got um, a documentary from Frank Skinner on there called Terence and Me. And he sets out to meet uh, friends and family and colleagues of uh, Terence Dix. Um, and then you've got the 90-minute omnibus edition of The Demons, Surround sound for two of the Autons and the Demons. Um, optional updated special effects and CSO cleanup for two of the Autons as well. Yeah. That would be interesting. if they do, uh, what, how they can improve the CSO kitchen. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is going to be a case of that one. I did see a photo of that, of where someone showed what the difference was. Not not on the kitchen, but on a different scene. Yeah. So, Seems I... To- this looks like a real blockbuster of a Blu-ray box set. It really does. That's a tongue twister for you. So. <laughs> but it does, though. It looks really good. It does look really good. But uh, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, now, in other Blu-ray news, and the last item of news um, for, for this episode as well, um, The Web of Fear is getting a Blu-ray um, release as well. Um, and this will now include an, the animated... Missing, we, we think we think it was the third episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, my memory. Um, it was the third one. Yeah, yeah that's why. I re- that, yeah, because if you look at the um, Amazon, you, 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 again, you can pre-order this from, from Amazon. I dare say from other um, other outlets as well. But it actually says on there the brand new, fully animated reconstruction of the missing sixth episode. Um, but I'm quite sure it's the third. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but. Uh, uh, but on this one, though, there is no release date at the moment. So um, I understand it's... This is what, what I did. Of course, when I saw it come out, I did an immediate... Right, I'm pre-ordering that. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to miss out on it. Um, I've seen conflicting dates on it, Paul, because it, one minute it says, it says, if you look at the Amazon um, page, it says, Doctor Who Weatherfield Blu-ray 2021. Um, when I got the email come through, it said release date 2022. <laughs> so Lord knows when we're going to get this one. Do you think they're still holding out hope they're going to find? 
<laughs> missing episode. Well, I, do you know what? I I think because if they've animated it, I think all hope must be lost now for that. Yeah. Well, you know, perhaps, perhaps they haven't started animating it yet. Perhaps this is what the delay is. They're maybe it is. Maybe, as long as they they're hedging can their bets, until, yeah. <laughs> until they actually have to start doing the animating before they, <laughs> before they announce a release date. <laughs> oh, dear. But uh, no, so there's a, there appears to be a lot to look forward to. There really does. Lots to look forward to. So, um, yeah, so I've got them all on pre order. Um, are, are you going to buy these ones, Paul, or wait for the next release? <laughs> yeah. After, <laughs> well, I, I seem to have done well by not rushing out to buy Web of Fear. Uh, you did do very well there, actually, and also um, Enemy of the World as well. Yeah, because that got released in a special edition after the the vanilla edition we got in, in the uh, the anniversary year. But, uh, I've got a funny thing. Yeah. I actually, I, don't, I can't remember how I saw Web of Fear. I don't know whether BBC put it on iPlayer or some some for somehow I managed to get. You managed to, to watch, watch it. it. Oh, yeah. So I have seen it with, but without obviously the episode three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what the delay is. I've still got the master tapes <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in the back of the wardrobe. I'll have to have a look and return them. Then we can get this out on Blu-ray. <laughs> did you Did you buy that wardrobe in Nigeria? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was it Lagos TV? Would it belong to them or something? <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, everybody. So that is it um, for another month for the news. So coming up next, uh, we're going to be discussing Rise of the New Humans from Big Finish. So for another month then, and for the last time this year, that was the news. Okay, everybody, uh, let's start this half of the episode with looking at the rise of the new humans. And uh, before we start discussing it, let's have a little listen. To build this place has taken a great amount of my time and an even greater amount of my money. Stolen, no doubt. Well, if people will just leave vast quantities of currency lying around. You call it theft, I call it tidying up. Besides, it's been put to much better use here than sitting around in airless bank vaults. I meant what I said, Doctor. We really have saved countless lives here. Lives that most other facilities would have given up on. How do you mean? Well, my dear, the thing with medical science here in the Middle Ages... Well, it's hardly the Middle Ages. From my perspective, you're positively prehistoric. A skip and a jump from swinging from trees. But anyway, as I was saying, your medical science is terribly limited. So many illnesses you still can't cure. So many injuries you can't heal. I'll be honest with you, I found it positively frustrating. I know the doctor's happy to watch you all die needlessly. He always was a cold-hearted fellow, but some of us can't simply stand by and let a massacre continue. There's a considerable difference between allowing human technological development to progress at its preordained rate and watching people die. Is there? I failed to see it. Okay, everybody. Now, as usual, when we when we discuss uh, big Finnish stories, if you haven't listened to them, there will no doubt be spoilers in our in our conversation. So, if you haven't listened to this story, go away, listen to it now, and then come back. If you're not bothered, crack on and, and carry on listening. So, um, so anyway, so this story, um, 
as we said before, it's a, it's a third Doctor story featuring Tim Trelaw as the third Doctor and Katie Manning as Joe Grant. And this one was released in, on the 21st of March 2018. So this is a couple of years old now. So, um, so Paul, what did you think of this one? I really liked it, actually. Yeah? I have to say, I think, from my point of view, the people that write the stories for Big Finish really do, more often than not, get the actual feel of the episode, of the era they're trying to recreate Mm. really well. And I think this was a very good, typical third Doctor story. Okay, okay. Because I actually thought the opposite. I liked it. Yeah. I, I I I enjoyed listening to it, but I didn't I didn't think it was a a typical. Well, put it this way, I didn't think it was a typical third Doctor and Joe Grant story. I thought this would probably fit more with Sarah Jane Smith. Um, because she was that type of companion who would because she she was uh, well, that was a character. She was a, a reporter. This is the sort of thing she would go and investigate. If you to see a what certain I mean. extent, but it was this is this is not really led by her, is it? This is she's very much the doctor's assistant. Oh yeah, yeah. Here, but but what I mean, the more, actual, more, more interesting. Be more, be more. I should think Sarah Jane. If Sarah Jane had been to the hospital and then the doctor had to come and save her from. Well, there. No, I, was, I was I was thinking more of the point of view of of the of the guy diving off the top of the the building. Um, I think that 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 was the, I think that would have been the hook for Sarah Jane as 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 a journalist. Yeah. Really, yeah. she'd be covering that, and then and then uncovered the whole clinic and and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I could just see I could just see it working if you just sort of swung it around that way. I could see it work maybe working a bit better because I, I didn't I didn't yeah. really see because that that particular period they were trying to um, evoke with Joe. Special on Earthbound one, you would have had Unit there all the way. You would have had the Brigadier. You would have had Benton and, and Yates. Um, and we got was it Captain Wilding? Was it his name? I can't yeah. remember who it was now. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the only thing I thought it wasn't a, a, a real Third Doctor and Joe story, but it, it was still extremely enjoyable though. It really was. I mean, but it, but it, I mean, from where it was from a Third Doctor one was was just the the whole um, moral reasoning of this I mean particularly my favourite scene being between the doctor and the hospital doctor oh Dr Curdy yeah yeah, on what you know how brilliant she was but she didn't have the right to do it yeah it it actually I thought it actually raised some interesting sort of discussions yeah which is what I think the third doctor stories of that time did yeah, you're right. Yeah, I agree with you on that because there was always um, that that sort of underlying, especially in you know with Barry Letts, there was always that sort of um, underlying. I wouldn't. Say, you, you've got to say sort of political undercurrent that wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't in I mean, your it, face. It, it's the, it was, it's it was, the period where yeah, you know, people tend to refer back to now when people say. I don't want Doctor Who telling me, giving talking to talking Le- to me, lecturing me about me the environment or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this, so, well, this, this. Well, yeah, I, I, it's yeah. That period, you're right. It did tell you about environmental concerns, but it, it didn't do it in the manner that people complained about it in 
in like a couple of recent series we've had of Doctor yeah. Who, um, where it's yeah. almost like you get lectured. Um, mm. This this was done told through the story more, yeah. but then you know, but then a it's a lot subtle. easier when you've got when you've got six episodes to do exactly it over six yeah. weeks than forty five yeah. minutes on a Sunday. Yeah, <clears throat> on a Sunday, I know it still, still sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why my, my that sounded the worst bit of that criticism. You said that you, you said you said on a Sunday through gritted teeth there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, forty-five minutes fine. Yeah. On a Sunday. Uh, on a Sunday. <laughs> Heaven forfend. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I'm not really that bothered about that, to be honest. I don't know why that came out like. Well, that. Well, there's sod all else on a Sunday isn't there? apart from songs yeah. of praise and antiques roadshow. <laughs> hmm. Oh dear. Um, Anyway, carry on. Anyway, carry on. I'm getting back to this. Yeah. Um, where to go now with the story? Yeah, no, I like the story. I mean, I quite like the idea of the story mm. and how they did it. I'm not sure if the second half was as good as the first half in terms of... It did, it did sort of get back to a, almost a base under siege. You took the words out of my mouth there, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm not quite sure it really needed to. Um I think it could have it could have worked and it could have carried on as it was, not gone there. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I do I, I do agree with you actually. Um, I'm not going to say it was the second half of it was disappointing at all. Or, or yeah, it's formulaic as far as Doctor Who goes, but it, it's still very very enjoyable. It just wasn't as strong because you had that that first half. You had you had all those. The, the quandary of, of whether what Dr. Curdy is doing is morally correct. Yeah. It's, it's, it, like, it's like that, that, that whole thing uh, that was it, Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park. Just because you could doesn't mean to say you should. Yeah. The, the, the actual... Yeah. It stopped becoming a moral story and started just becoming a... As Monst- I say, a base under Kind of a mon- yeah. monster, monster of the week kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, which, which was... Yeah. I mean... It was well done, and it's not. I'm not going to turn around and say, you know, that I, I didn't enjoy listening to it because of that. It's just, I think actually the first half is so strong. I don't think the second half is is massively weak. It's just the first half was so strong that yeah, you just yeah. felt it, it should have been building where it just sort of plateaued and then quietly, <laughs> quietly disappeared. Really, yeah, yeah, that. I know. It's um, I, I must um. I must admit, I think one of the things that we not complained about the last time we reviewed one of these, because this is the third set in the series, isn't it? We we yeah. we've skipped. Um, I think we've. I think we haven't actually covered the the second story out of the, out of the first set yet. Actually, we we completely skipped the second set. But um, I think this might be the fourth. To be honest, is it the fourth? Oh right, oh blimey, yeah. we really are um, behind then, aren't we? But. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that they have changed, the one thing we commented on on the, on the first one, was the linking narration. Yeah, which has uh, now they, been. They... Yeah, it's now a proper audio play, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they've obviously decided that Tim Trelaw's now got his feet in this under the table on this, and he's t- yeah. he's able to just do it. They they feel that they can do it as a as a audio book without it being a problem. And I have to say, I think they're right. Uh, I think the first episode, with the first one we did, mm. um, a while ago, 
you sort of went through it thinking, oh, this is not a bad impersonation. Yeah. This episode, I sort of stopped thinking about the voice and was just accepting it as the Doctor. Yeah. It, it, how can I put it? It's a long time since I listened to, the, to that, 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 that first one that we covered. Um, yeah. And I did think he's, he's you know, his in, in impression or impersonation, we would call it, uh, was spot on. I, I felt actually, but but this time though, I actually you could feel he was more comfortable, yeah, in it, and I don't think it was any better, or any worse um, than, than than what we listened to previously. I I just felt this time that I, like like yeah, I just felt like I'm, I'm not listening to Tim Traw now. I'm listening to Pertwee. It, 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 he he yeah. just felt more a more comfortable doing the voice and more comfortable as the Doctor. Yeah, as well, because particularly with yeah, sorry. I was going to say because you've got those little those little moments between him and Joe, the little jokey moments where they, where they make each other laugh that that Pertwee and Katie Manning used to do. Yeah, the comment about the hair. Yeah, which you did know. make me laugh actually. Yeah, yeah, using product. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, and but, just yeah, the the whole bit where he gets the doctor gets indignant about bits in this. Yeah. It's just pure Pertwee. Well, yeah, it, yeah. It was always kind of like that um, that bit in Dad the Daleks when he accuses the um, what was it? I don't know what the the um, I can't what the character's name is. Like the controller, yeah. you know, accused of being a Quisling. It's from a family of Quislings. A family of Quislings. Oh, that's, that's a great line. That really is. Um, yeah, he sort of it reminded me of that in a certain way, and he was a he, we we. He sort of captured that um, pompous air that the third Doctor yeah. had, or Pertwee had, I think, really. Um, well, I think what Pertwee brought to the role, that sort of pompous, patronising aspect. And I think that's why a lot of people don't like the third Doctor. Um, that's why I like him, actually, because he, yeah. he can be insufferable sometimes. He really can be. Um, no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his performance. I really did. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I mean, as I did Katie Manning's actually. Yeah. No, I think I think they've both settled into this. I mean, role now, which is really what we hoped when we heard the first one that they would get there, and they obviously have over that period. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. No, it, it's. It, I thought it worked fantastically well, um, and it, it did feel. I, I didn't feel this time, however. Um, I was sort of taken back to. You know, a Saturday evening of my childhood this time, and nothing to do with the performances this on this occasion. It was the music, because um, I think on the first one they tried to recapture that Dudley Simpson feel with with his yeah. with his um, sort of his electronic scores he was doing in, in the early seventies. Um, but I felt this occasion we've gone back to sort of like the fairly generic Big Finish scores this time round. So yeah, for for, for me it didn't sort of quite get the that atmosphere going for me on, on this occasion. Yeah, I did it probably still lacked actually some a feeling of of place, didn't it, in terms of where you you know some of the big finish ones you can actually really imagine what the place looks like and the feel of it and everything. The the actual background sound in this it wasn't as strong as some of those. No. No. No, I agree. Which actually. I don't think helped in that sense either. Well, to be honest, it, it, 
you didn't have sort of alien landscapes. You, you, it was in a, a hospital, which is sort of yeah. generally quiet. You know, so yeah. there wasn't a lot of um, sort of soundtrack to it, really, was there? No. It just didn't sort of, sort of warrant it, really. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, this one had Bessie in it, for Christ's sake. So, I mean, what, what, what more do you want from the third Doctor story? To story, <laughs> yeah. You know, or maybe sort of like you know um, a bit more of of unit of that for that particular era, but um, but no, no, I, I say I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, and of course the um, actually we we mentioned about Doctor Curdy. Um, obviously, the, the the thing I was surprised about there was was Mina Anwar um, playing that character, and, and obviously Mina Anwar was in the Sarah Jane Adventures as right. um, Rani's uh, Rani's mum. So, um, and of course, Rani was um, for pronouncing Angel Mahindra. So, um, who's now starred in Doctor Who as well. Um, so, um, yeah, it all connects, doesn't it? It all connects. Yeah. We've got a little stable of actors here. Um, yeah. So, I that was a very, very good performance from her. I I felt um, because usually she does tend to get along with sort of like comedic or scatty. Type roles, even as Rani's mum in the Sarah Jane, she was the scatty one, really. Um, and she's got a very, very thick Lancastrian accent as well. Um, and it's not until I sort of read the cast, I thought, oh, blowing Mina Renoir. I didn't, I didn't recognise her at all, to be honest. No. Um, but I thought she was very good, and she, she was, as I say, coming back to that scene between her character and the Third Doctor, discussing the morals of what she's doing. Yeah. Um, I thought she played it really well, really did. Yeah, I mean it's just very under, very efficient, very understated character, wasn't wasn't the Doctor? So I think her the Doctor. So I think that really helped with the story as well. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Especially when you get to Rufus Hound as the monk. Yeah. Um, now I, I listened to this a couple of times, and. I've got to on the first listen. I found his Rufus Hound's performance as the monk quite jarring. Yeah. Um, if you want to level pantomime, and I hate using that 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 phrase when it comes to Doctor Who because I think it's unfair, but his performance was well and truly over the top. Mm. It, it really was. Um, however, when listened to it on the second occasion, I kind of got it more if you see what i mean yeah it actually once i think probably because this is the first time we've heard him as the monk yeah and you realize after listening to it all the way through that actually that sort of suits the the monk's character in this incarnation yes it does absolutely right so whereas i mean you know I mean, I've heard a bit of a Grand Garden. Oh, right, I haven't. What, what's what's his take like then? Um, pretty much Graham Gardenish, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, certainly a lot more, a lot less um, over the top. I don't know for one of want of a better word. Yeah, but actually, when you think back to it, actually, that is sort of yeah. The monk's character has always been that sort of. I mean, you know, the piece of Butterworth. Laughing and chuckling to himself, and yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. So, I suppose it's not that much 
Not that much different. Yeah, I must admit, I was trying to think back. It's been a while since I've, I've watched the Time Meddler. And I was trying to recall what Peter Butterworth's performance was like in that. And I I must admit, like you, like you just said, I'd sort of like, I'm just beginning to sort of recall that he was sort of, you know, scuttling around and chuckling to himself and it, mischievous. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't evil no. as such. Oh, he, he's, he's, just, he's just in it for money. Yeah. That's it. Which actually is, is, is quite an interesting thing of, of how they've managed to give the the Time Lords in Doctor Who different personalities and different motivations, shall we say. Yeah. As yeah. In you've got the Master who wants to basically rule everything. You've got the Rani who's just interested in the scientific outcome of, of what she does. Yeah. And you've got the Monk who seems to be just wanting to make money and and enjoy himself. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, 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 I'd say I got it. I got his performance on on the second listen. Yeah. Um, and I found I, I, yeah, I just enjoyed it more. Actually, I yeah. thought I actually thought he was rather, um, rather good to be honest. And yeah. it made a nice change to have something someone other than the master as, as a, for an antagonist yeah. for the third Doctor. Um, one 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 of, one of the actual disappointing things is the fact that you know he's it's him. See, there's a picture of him on the cover, and whatever. Ru- and it would have been Rufus nice Hound, if Rufus he... Hound as the monk. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been nice to actually have had no warning of this and actually have gone along, and you would have been thinking it was the master. Yeah, in you the just same way on. as the the Doctor and Joe Grant do. Yeah. Yeah, you just would have carried on regardless, wouldn't you? But uh, yeah. no, I I thought it was I thought it was it was yeah I I sort of got his understood what they were trying to do with with that <sighs> character. Um, I don't know, I don't know if he's made any other appearances as the monk since this the last couple of years. I've got absolutely no idea. I seem to see there's some reference to him being in a second Doctor story. Oh right, okay. But I've not. I've not this this was the first time either. I've I've. Uh, heard him. Yeah, same here. Same here, actually. Um, no, so yeah, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed all the performances in this. I think. Yes, I did. Um, Even actually, one of of Francis, I thought actually, once you realised what he was, I thought worked well. Yeah, I, it it was actually quite a nice um, sort of spin on that kind of character. Actually, yeah. Um, again, he didn't want to. Again, we, we don't want to give too much away about what, what what was what was good. We haven't actually mentioned what this story is actually about, have we? So no. I think we'll we'll try and keep that secret for anyone uh, everyone has actually listened to it. Um, but yeah, but what he does and yeah. and the the power that he gets, he doesn't use it for evil purposes, does he? No. And considering it's... what what his character is. You think yeah. he would do that, um, but he, he doesn't. You know, he's sort of um, he's actually sort of quite a, a, a appalled about what's going on. Yeah, and he has sort of like a like a war doctor no more kind of um, moment, doesn't he? Really, so that's when he yeah. decides to step in. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, and again, it wasn't um, overdone for that kind of character. No, no, I mean, yeah, it, they, they could have used. A the his powers a lot more, yeah. so they just use them as needed. Mm-hmm. And B, 
Yeah, it wasn't a over-the-top thug performance sort of thing. No, no, exactly, exactly. I, I thought it worked really well, and and um, again, that that was the character that sort of Joe befriends because Joe has to be as a film with any Doctor Who sort of compares has to befriend one of the other characters. Um, yeah. So and, and in this story, this was this was the one. So. Um, and again, I thought their scenes together were, were very, very good as yeah. well, actually. Yeah. Do you know, I, did the, I can't really fault this story for, for a lot, to be honest. No. And I've picked, and I've picked up on a, on a couple of little things that um, I think might work. work. I'm, gonna say, I'm not going to say they were bad. They couldn't, as I said, I think it might have worked a bit better had it been a Sarah Jane and Third Doctor, just because of the kind of story it is and the setting it is. Um and the other thing what was was the music, but apart from that, I can't fault this story at all. No, I mean, and, and you've got to say they are quite limited in what they can do. I mean, I was going to say they are quite limited in what they can do with Sarah Jane, but they managed to get the third Doctor back. But there you go. Well, yeah, um, well, actually, which is Sarah Jane is coming back because Sadie Miller, her daughter, yeah. um, is is playing alongside Tom Baker um, for this Sideman story that's coming out. So next year, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean it can be done. But actually, we've also had um, Caroline John's daughter back as Liz Shaw. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's. Oh, I mean it can be, but I suppose there, there, there's a you know there, there was just the point that it's just easier while you've got when you've got Katie Manning able to do the role, yeah. then yeah, you are going to write the stories if you can to feature Joe Grant. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And it's difficult to to blame them for doing that. No, precisely, precisely. No, I I I would really, if you haven't heard this, I would really recommend it to you. Yeah. I really would. I don't, I don't think we've given too much away in terms of plot um, here at no. all. We we actually we haven't, to be honest. <laughs> no. For once, we Unlike haven't. Us. Unlike it, yeah, it's, that's that's quite that's a first for us actually. Um, yeah, I I I would really recommend you go and watch it. I don't think you'll be disappointed. With this one at all, um, what what I've heard um, so far. Obviously, I've listened to the other stories that have come with that first box set and this box set, um, and okay, we haven't reviewed them for the podcast, but I've enjoyed all of them. If yeah. I'm honest, I re- I've enjoyed all of them. Um, I suppose you could say I'm slightly biased because the third Doctor is my Doctor, um, but I, I think it, it's. But but in some ways, then doesn't that make you a harder well, exactly. I, I, I harder, to, yeah. I should be harder to please to on that involved. front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Precisely. Um, but I've I've bought into it, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, this particular series, I really have. Um, and it's it's, it's 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 very easy to do that. I mean, I think I say Tim Trelaw's really got the. It, you, it, you're not thinking, oh, this is somebody else doing an impersonation of Pertwee. Now you are just thinking, this is the third Doctor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh dear! No, he's. I think. I think he's fantastic. I really do. And I, I say I'm, re- I'm really enjoying the series. And you know, it's. Um, I know. I, I don't understand that. I, I don't actually understand what they're doing with the Doctor Who range next. Year. I understand that the main range is coming to an end. Um, I don't actually know what that means. To be honest, I'm. No. I, I'm. I'm. I can't. I've read it and reread it, and I can't actually fathom what they're doing. So. <laughs> They're still recording Doctor Who stories, but it's not the main range anymore. I, I don't, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know what that what that actually means. But uh, but as long as they keep churning out Doctor Who stories, um, well, I think I'll, I'll I think I there. suppose it's like this. I mean, these third Doctor stories aren't part of the main range, are they? I don't not, think not really. Um, so you what... have this sort of you have the main range, then you have these little almost spin off mm. bits. Well, has are... Tom Baker become part of the main range now? With alongside McCoy and McGann and. I'm Bacon, not sure if he has, or Davidson. if he's just running along on this is, you know, volume four and volume six and volume seven of the yeah. of the fourth doctor. I don't know. Yeah, I've never really sort of delved into it very deeply. Just when I read the main range is coming to an end, I thought, well does that mean not, they're not doing Doctor Who anymore? But then the huh. Yeah, they are, but oh. But but and like and like the eighth Doctor stories have gone off into being their own box sets and Yeah. Sort of, all sort of, yeah, sort of epics, haven't they? Really, to a certain degree. I think, I think they, they, they've. Dis- it's almost the main range. Almost seemed to be those fitting stories in gaps in the original series. Hmm. Yeah. Whereas a lot more of the other stuff they're doing now seems to be, it's it's somewhere there, but it's not necessarily relating back to it at all. No, no. No, these are just like the like the, the, the further adventures, not really linked to Yeah. They might have a little callback to the occasional returning monster or something, but or or, or, or character. Or even, or even slight reference, but there's no yeah. there's, there's no, no direct real continuity. Yeah. As such. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well interesting to see, but I say we we've got an awful backlog of the main range to get through, Paul, haven't yeah. we? So yeah. <laughs> Right. Let's not let's not worry about it. <laughs> we yeah, we we're not not going to run out any time soon. No, precisely, precisely. So, uh, so there we go, everybody. Um, that's our that's our recommendation. Go and listen to it. I we we don't yes. think you'll be disappointed. I don't think you'll be disappointed. So, um, that just about wraps up this uh, particular episode, and also wraps up the podcast for this year. Actually, I'm quite so quite surprised it's been it's been a very strange year everybody um but sort of uh for, for all our loyal listeners out there rest assured it will still be um will still be around next year and of course next year is our um well it's our anniversary year isn't it yeah it's our 10th anniversary in march next year um so we're not quite sure uh what we're going to be doing just yet um we'll have a we'll have a think about it <laughs> yeah We'll do something a little bit special, or even try and do just a, a commentary because that's what we—that's how we started um, ten years ago, just doing commentaries. Um, so it would be nice if we can sort of somehow um, do another one with the three of us together. But um, yes, time will tell. Pod- it's, it's kind of out this of our hands. This podcast is brought to you by Pfizer. I don't. Know. Yes. With <laughs> 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 the rate this government's going, but mate, it'll be the, it's brought to you by Tizer. <laughs> <laughs> so um it's just left for us to, to say actually we we will return in 2021 um with new doctor who to discuss because obviously when we when we're back um we'll pull our back we'll be talking about revolution of the daleks yes so um so that's what we've got to look forward to so fantastic so all it leaves us to say, and it's a slight change to our usual goodbyes because it's, well, it's very nearly Christmas. It's December now. So um, all we're going to say is have a very Merry Christmas, everybody. 
uh, and a very uh, have a let's say let's we will have a happier New Year next year, and um, yes. yes, so we'll, we'll see you all um, very very soon. So until then, it's goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.